See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh my gosh. And we are back. Seems like we haven't done this for a hundred years, but it was just one week off. And it was uh, nothing to you because uh, we're so far ahead. You we Denver skip a week. Isn't that great, everyone? This is Slow Robot A Go-Go, show 281. My name is Matt with me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And this is the podcast dedicated to B through Z grade movies. B through Z grade movies. Yes, yeah. yes we are. We're dedicated in to yep. B through Z grade movies. Yep. Did we say that already? You sure did. Okay. Just want to make sure. Check out what I found. My Blockbuster membership ah, card. Ah, your Blockbuster ah, membership yep, card. Yep, it's mine too. You can it, use it in Alaska. It's laminated and everything. It has my, uh, let's see, when was it? It was a card issued on 7-25-03. Wow, wow it's like, late in the game. It's like in four days it'll be, you know, uh, it'll be, what, 14 years old? Wow. They only lasted like a couple of years after that, right? I yeah, think. yeah. I don't know. Crazy. Oh, man. What movie did you rent? You remember what movies you know you rented? Oh, there? I rented out every week. I was there. I was there every. Oh, you used I was to go every Friday night, make it a blockbuster night or whatever. No, I was there every like, I would go a couple times a week and get them. I was crazy with blockbuster. I rented, 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 rented. Now all they the time. got those red boxes. You ever use that? No, nah, I never used one of them. No, me neither. <laughs> so what do you got going on, man? What'd you watch this last two weeks? Shoot. You better go first, because I, I, maybe something, but I don't remember. I really do not remember. I may wow. have watched something, but it was so memorable that I don't yeah. remember. I was on a real... A, well, I was away for a, like a long time. I, I had a business trip up to Chicago uh, Sunday. I left Sunday, and it was delayed, so I went later in the day, and then I got there, and then, and then uh, of course, you know, just doing that kind of stuff. I immediately went to a record shop. I bought up some records, uh, and... Uh, and what, boy, then I got, I got, I was supposed to leave. I left the the the, uh, the workshops and everything there at three o'clock on a Wednesday, because we were flying out at six o'clock. You know, so you got to leave. You're supposed to be there 28 hours early, uh, and so you can take your shoes off and whatnot. And then I get there, and it's delayed, and then it's delayed, and then it's canceled. Your flight got canceled. Yeah, but this to is here coming back. Yeah, home? but then this is the crazy part. Finally, the last ditch ever, like they were canceling and canceling and canceling, and then they said, "Oh, or pushing it back, pushing it back." Then we got on the plane at like nine o'clock or ten o'clock or whatever, coming in, you know, getting here at like three. Who, what, but whatever, you know. At that point, you're like, just get me home. And they're taxiing around and taxiing around, and it feels like you're driving to Tampa. And then the guy comes on, the the pilot comes on, he's like, "Well." There's a storm coming, and to avoid that storm, I'd have to fly to around like Cleveland, and that would put me over in my FAA hours. So sorry about your luck. And they pulled back in and got off, and they said bye. And they literally just handed us a piece of paper and say, "Call this number if you want another flight." Yes, oh, it was man. crazy. It was insane. So then I got it, and and of course, the flights are going away by the second as everyone in this plane's calling. <sighs> So I call and I was like, oh, okay. And then I like, see, they got me on one. And then, and she was like, oh, just kidding. That went away. And I was like, of course it went away. I was like, well, when's the next one? So they had me flying out uh, uh, the next day at three o'clock to Philly. And I'm sitting there and I find out. And, and at, at this point I like got a hotel room 
uh, like super late at night. I mean, I you know I just like got an Uber to a to a hotel room. I was like, uh, I went to sleep, woke up, got back to the airport. Then that got pushed back, and I walked up to the counter, and that like at the connection flight, it would have left me like ten minutes to get to this next plane. I said, look, man, I got to get to Tampa right now. I said my bag went yesterday, and that had medicine, and that had all kinds of stuff. And I said, I gotta get home. So Lily goes, okay, hold on, clickety click. We'll go to this gate, and you can leave now. So I got on a plane and left, and, and I flew back. But it was a day late, and like later, oh, was, the flight home was not fun. Were you were you flying with uh, your people? You know, the people, so, the other some, employees? some, yeah. But well, not, yeah, some like a bunch of people were up there, but it was like all different flights. And I was oh, supposed they to. On the same I was gonna be on the same flight with two other people, but that was long gone. One of them got a flight at three in the morning. One of them got a flight at ten in the morning, and they gave you like blankets to just sleep there. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. But sleep at the airport? Yeah, like like on those benches or or on the floor. And I'm like, no. See, no, I don't I'm understand your that. company. Usually, when you have a training session, mm-hmm. they come down to you. They don't make you come up to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're like a little. Maybe that's the way they do it in the Midwest. I well, no, know. there's also they're also flying in from everywhere. Weird. They, man. These are these are full classes, and it was from everywhere, like even like Puerto Rico and and uh, and you know other countries. So it was whatever. Weird. I, I mean, I, I I don't. There's no one to blame, but I was like, this is bullshit. Uh, so anyway, so that was last week. Now this week I watched. I, I, I kicked off a real Rift Tracks marathon. I mean, I watched. They're all on Amazon Prime now. So you can watch them. Like they're all they're all there. So I've just been watching all kinds of funny stuff. There's some really good ones, some dopey ones, you know how it is. Um, same as everything. But they did have a live show that I watched that was really funny, and they had a all the, a lot of the other people come up and were doing guest spots, and they were doing shorts, you know. So that was always. Oh yeah. I always yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. really funny. I like doing those, you know. Then I watched Samurai Cop Two. Now, if you remember, we watched Samurai Cop One. And I, we all had a laugh because it was horribly inept and stupid and terrible, you know. But they were doing their best. That's all you can say. They're no money and who cares. Well, and then you find out, oh, they're making Samurai, Samurai Cop 2. And as I predicted, there was a lot of winking at the camera. And a lot of stuff were, was done on purpose and to be ironic. And older, too. Yeah, well, and... and like, they were doing the same shots to be like, huh? Look, we're doing the same shots. Isn't that Did funny? Did he have a wig on? No. Oh, that's too bad. He's like, oh, isn't that funny? We're doing the same shots of that guy, like, looking around like an idiot. When that was... It wasn't natural, so it was just stupid. But well, well, you know. And then I watched Pootie Tang. Remember that Remember that movie from the 90s? Like, was Heard the, of it. I never... Oh, it was a very funny movie. And, and uh, I held up. I thought it was funny. It held up. It was... There was a lot of really good comedians that wrote for it and and built the the, the movie, and it was I thought it was very funny. You know, I I don't know how big it was back then in the '90s. Everyone heard of it, I think. Like I think in the '90s it was like an Austin Powers or like a Dude Where's My Car, where it, it was a lot of people were like laughing at it and, and talking about it, but then it went away as fast as it came. So you know, yeah, whatever. That's all. So that's all I watched this week. Yeah, no, I, I can't, nothing came to mind, so whatever I watched was like, you know... Ineffectual? Yeah, ineffectual, didn't make no impression nah. on me. Oh, wait, I, well, no, I can't count this as watching. They they did put, they did uh, play a bunch of B-movies on TCM, and I recorded a few of them, but some of them I had them already, I nah. just recorded them because maybe... Well, they're such nice... Con- they're nice, such nice shape or oh, whatever, some yeah. of them I only have on VHS, so they played The Sorcerers with Karloff, and... 
the brain that wouldn't die and there was a few more so i did yeah. but i i don't consider that as watching them because i was just like recording them and doing something else and coming back and watching that's, and leaving that's, that's why i do a lot of the riff track stuff it's on but i'm doing other stuff or i'm sleeping or whatever you know it's but it's fun most it's there you know i think that's weird that they played those b movies yeah they're, they've been doing them like on weekdays they were playing like four or five in a row it's like and the one that i want to record was clinical film from beyond the grave i missed it but i noticed that on tcm on demand which you probably can no you can't get it mm-hmm. um they replay they re they replay some of the goofy ones you know one of the ones that they replay but it's gone now but i didn't even i should have but i didn't even have the the i just you don't really want a waste of dvd on this <laughs> with jim cotta with kurt douglas well not kurt douglas <laughs> kirk uh Thomas, Kurt Thomas, yeah, yeah Jim Cotta. Jim Cotta. I was like, oh, oh no, I know. I'm not good do you know that that uh, we do another show? Uh, for those of you who don't know, we do a show on Radio St. Oh, Pete. Oh, I know a movie I watched. Okay. But go ahead, I'll tell okay. you in a second. Uh, we do another show on Radio St. Pete called uh, uh, Asian Cult Cinema. You can look it up on the audio archive. That's actually, from what I understand, been getting some really good traction. So oh, good, good on us. But we I, we watched one called Prince of Space for this week's thing, and the copy I watched was a horrible mess I've, I found one of those 90 minutes long yeah I bought I bought the DVD that has that oh, and yeah. Neptune Men on it it's a different oh, yeah, feature yeah 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 and yeah, I, cause yeah. I was like and I struggled through that one that was that was pieced together and I was like this is terrible and I actually like that movie I, I don't care what anyone says but it, it, you know it's cheeseball but it's very funny but the one we watched the copy we watched was horrid you know the YouTube and it was yeah, the best it was one out there. And it was mystified, just, right? It's yeah, like, and it just they cut up and everything it was so terrible. And then I was like, well, here it is on DVD. I could have bought. I bought it for eleven dollars, double feature, which I like Neptune Men too. That's a really funny one. Uh, so it's just, uh, you know, all I, all I have to say about Prince of Space was like, you boot black scum. So yeah, I, I did watch a movie, but I kind of want to do it for our show. But I'll just talk about it a little bit. Hey, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They have a show on TCM, it's called, and, and I don't watch them all, but this one just caught my eye. It's on Sunday mornings, it's called Noir Alley, and they show film mm. noir movies. So this guy, cut, I put, I'm, I'm changing channels, and there's a guy talking, he's the hosting the show. And he's going, oh, this is one of the, this is one of the, the craziest of all the noir movies. It re- goes, you really can't, it's noir, but you can't really classify, it's almost like an outlaw movie. But it's 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 a it's a deliriously weird movie, and he, I actually wrote a book on it. The guy actually wrote a book on it. The movie's called Gun Crazy, okay? And it's like some movie from 1950, and it was made by some cheapo, not I cheapo. I saw that. What last Sunday? No, 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 no. But I mean, I, in my life, I've I think I oh, watched okay. Gun, Gun Crazy. Well, well I talk about it. Like, when, Nuts, I, ta- when right? I talk yeah. about it, I'll tell you. Yeah. So he talks about it, and it was made by... So anyway, the story is, is... is It was kind of funny, and it's kind of strange, and it's kind of bizarre. But it basically, it's about... It starts off with this kid, and he breaks into a gun shop to steal a gun. And then he gets caught by the... the you know, he gets, he gets caught, and he goes to... They take him to court, and his aunt's trying to, you know, protect him. But you know they're all she's he's going he's a good boy you know mm-hmm. and all that he's he just likes guns you know and then his friends come up and they go yeah yeah he just likes guns he wouldn't kill anybody as a matter of fact we went out shooting one day and he wouldn't even kill a a lion or something but he's like a really good shot and then they go well he still broke into so he's gonna go to Sing Sing for a while so he goes away <laughs> comes back you know maybe one a few years he's on, he's he's grown now he was a teenager he's grown now. 
So he comes back into home and he's like, oh, I don't know, you know, hey, you're back. Hey, what are you going to do? He goes, I don't know, you know, I'm just starting over again. Maybe I'll get a job at, uh, you know, the hardware store or something. I don't know. And they're like, hey, you know, now that you're back, let's go have some fun. There's a carnival in town. So he goes, okay. So he goes to the carnival. And the carnival, the, one, the carnival act that they go to is this, like, young woman dressed in the cowboy outfit who's like this sharpshooter, right? And she's like, boom, 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 boom. And there's, it's like love at first sight, you know? But she's, but it turns out that she's kind of like psycho, and he's just kind of like a good guy, but he gets roped in with her, <laughs> and they go on a crime spree or whatever. But it was, it was a crazy movie. It, it's, it's, it starts crazy. That's crazy. Maybe it, I didn't see it. it and then it ends kind of crazy too. You know? Oh well, we got to do it. That's all awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I recorded it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll bring it next. I time. have a noir one sitting out there from Netflix. That Angel Face. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think I'm almost sure. I, I, I got like a couple. I was feeling artsy when I was loading the queue at some point, and so some every now and then one comes in. I was like, "Huh, okay, well, I thought it was a good idea at the time, so I guess I'll watch it." You know? Yeah. Uh, so, all right, well, let's go to trailer break, and then when we come back. It's time to get into our movie du jour. We've got a movie. It's three and one. We got a three and one movie. Yeah. One story is about a, a very dysfunctional family. Yeah, sure um, is. Another one's got about a, a ghostly, obscene phone caller. Yeah. And the third one's about like a funeral parlor. Uh, vampire lady, uh, you know, clothing, you know, the the lady who worked with clothes the people for the funeral parlor with a with a guilty conscience, right? She's got that was a, the first she's got one. Like a, the first one's got a, gu- first one's but a you know, guilty. But conscience, you know, in yeah. the original version of this movie, they were flipped. Huh? We'll talk about it when we All get right. back. Well, here's some trailers, and then we'll. And a group be, was named after this. Movie. We'll be back. Yeah. Doctor Evil, you look very toyed. Yes, toyed like a tiger. Yes, yes, yes. Really? Yes, you look like a macho man. Village people. When a guy called Angel cut from his pack, he started a hell ride all along. He was an angel unchained. The world Angel knew was vicious because that's the way he made it. Now he wanted something different. And what he got was an unending battle for his life. Don Stroud stars as Angel in American International's Angel Unchained. The story of a savage war between weirdo freaks on cycles and redneck straights on dune buggies. You'll watch as fear and hate turns a hippie commune into a slaughterhouse. You'll see a showdown at sunup as rival gangs crash a carnival in Angel Unchained. Angel played the odds to break from the pack, and the odds broke against him. See Angel Unchained. Rated GP. The mob wanted Harlem back. They got Shaft. John Shaft, a big, bad black private eye, in the middle of a mess, dealing with Harlem's bomb, the Fuzz, the Mop, and the Foxitude. Shaft's his name. Can you dig it? Shaft's his game. Some dig it. Yeah. Some don't. Shaft. This year's toughest flick. You say this cat is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. I'm talking about Shaft. Then we can dig it. Introducing Richard Roundtree as Shaft. Directed by Gordon Parks. Music by the hot buttered soul man, Isaac Hayes. Shaft. In color from MGM, rated R. 
If you want to see Shaft, ask your mama. The Schoolgirls is an X-rated film based on actual inquiries into the secret life of teenage girls. The Schoolgirls will open and close the eyes of all parents. I'm no longer a child, Dr. Fox. In fact, you haven't yet grasped. I'm 18 years old now and I live in the 20th century and what I've done is purely my concern. Witness the new morality in the revealing and shocking motion picture. The Schoolgirls, rated X from fine films. You know, that's the problem with the American cinema. Can't handle any complexity in it, you know? Don't make me think. I just want to be entertained. All right, we are back. We're and back. I, and as teased, we are. We, we have Ozzy Osbourne in studio, and he's going to talk about Black Sabbath. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, wait, no, that's a different one. We are going to talk about the movie Black Sabbath. Well, you know, I read it. It was like they, the the, black, the band was with, with Ozzy Osbourne and those yeah. guys that became Black Sabbath were a band called Earth. And they, yeah. were, and they were just walking down the street one day, and they saw, like, in the theater they were playing a movie called Black Sabbath, and they saw that all these people... We're going in to see it, and and one of them goes like, "Wow, people actually pay money to get scared." Yeah, Ozzy. Yeah, they kind of do. He goes, and that's supposedly why they change. I don't know if they even saw the movie, but maybe they should have, you know. But anyway, yes, yeah, so Mario yeah. Bava, 1963, Black yeah. Sabbath. Now this movie, the movie you watched, is different from the uh, Italian version of the movie. That doesn't that 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 change you said it doesn't even make any sense. Like, well, they flipped the stories. The no first why. one is the telephone. Right. Because I think they they didn't really say, but my impression is they flipped the stories because the telephone one doesn't really grab you that much. You know what I mean? No. No. And that's what I, I the even The first have, one's kind of a grabber. The telephone yeah. one's kind of like a uh, second. And then the, the last one is like the, you know, the, the, the whatever. The yeah, long so we, story. There, there's three stories. I have them written down in my notes as uh, the ring thief, the, tel- the telephone... Uh, the obscene phone call. Oh, the telephone, and then the vampires, you know. Right. Now, uh, just uh, before we even get rolling, how do you rate, like, what is your order of your favorite, least of... Wh- my favorite is the first one. The tele... The, okay, the rings. The, the ring one. The, my second favorite is the vampire one, and my least favorite is the telephone one. Yeah, I hated the telephone... I didn't hate the telephone one. I didn't like it. I mean, it was... But check out what happened. You know, well, yeah, I know, I know. Here's, here's, here's the deal. Because I, I was the same with you. I liked the ring one. That was really weird... And creepy, you know. Yeah, when I was a kid, I saw that it scared the shit out of me. The vampire one didn't scare me so much. No, but it was very interesting in a, in a yeah. real weird psychological way. Yeah. But here's the deal with the second, the, the 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 telephone one. In the original story, she's a prostitute, and the guy who's calling her was her pimp. Okay, they they changed wow. that out. And there was no supernatural. There wasn't that like that that letter that writes itself, you know. Yeah. He was just coming after her. And that other chick was her lover, and she and she basically well, that's a pretended, way to, story. pretended to be the guy so they could get back together again. Mm, that's a way better story, like you know. But then, but, the, yeah. the, but then the guy basically the 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 guy was actually coming back to kill his prostitute because she's the one who testified. And put him in jail. So it was more of a crime story yeah. than a supernatural. So in this one, they kind of turned it into a supernatural story. Which I guess, whatever. Either one works, you know. But the that one sounds more interesting. Yeah, but since since it was 1963 yeah. and the movie was geared for kids, 
they don't really want to have pimps and prostitutes and lesbian lovers, you know. I mean, it's a little too, you know, a little too <laughs> adult for the kids. Yeah, I and, guess. But then again, they slip in some a lot of weird crap in, uh, you know, yeah. in those movies, or especially the European movies. You know, they always push the limits because, yeah. you know, they're permissive. Well, let's just say we're more puritanical, way yeah. more puritanical. Oh, we're more Sadly. puritanical. W- way, way, were. I don't know about it anymore, you know. Back then, yeah. we were. <clears throat> yeah, but now, like, but, but if it's just a natural, normal thing, then it's a natural, normal thing. No one makes a big deal out of it, but we always do somehow. Yeah. The, um, you know, now, we, as we said, this is like one of those anthologies, three stories. Um, I'm always a fan of those. Uh, anywhere between three and four. If it's more than that, it's too confusing. If it's less than that, it's not, then it's not an anthology. It's just like two stories or whatever, you know. Now, these didn't uh, really tie... Like, usually mm-hmm. the anthologies have a tie-in. Some do, some don't. Yeah, th- this has nothing to do... You know, like, Tales from those had nothing to do with each story. It was just, you know, but, story after story. But after you know story, what you was know? interesting to me? I never really noticed it until this time. There were two things I never noticed before. And may, I mean, I'm just saying it because that's what I saw. Remember in the at, at, in the last movie, you know, Boris Karloff with that hair and the face and the close-ups? Right. To me, his face and some of these close-ups reminds me of the, the creepy old lady, the creepy dead old lady in the first one. They had the same kind of pallor to them. And probably they, like lighting. It's probably and, the and same it was lighting, lighting and it yeah. was weird. And the second thing was that, I, I, obviously it was there, in the, in, the, in the last one, the vampire one, when the guy at the beginning sees the dead body and lifts it, I never noticed that you see a little bit of his chopped head. You know, yeah. when he lifts it up, you see a little bit of a stump, and then it goes down real <laughs> quick. And I read somewhere where, like, AIP was really involved in this, producing it. They sent a guy over there, and the guy kind of had him tone it down a little bit for America. You yeah, know maybe. I mean? So, you know, but at any rate, yeah. Yeah, so... so yeah, and th- th- that was the skit. The vampire one... I know. We're, I mean, we're not. We're, we'll get into the movie in a little bit. The vampire one was the funniest thing was when he grabbed that kid. He's riding a horse, and I swear it was Speed Racer vision. Like <laughs> there know. was a shot from Speed Racer that it was like framed <laughs> below the dr- the r- driver, and he didn't move, and there was just the the background was yeah, flying, yeah, yes, yes, and he exactly didn't move. I know exactly what you're talking. And that about. was a cheap way of animating. And when this when this guy grabs this kid. And they jump on a horse. It's the same angle. It's the same thing. Like the horse isn't moving. The background's moving like hell. And I was like, "Well, that's the speed racer shot." It's a speed <laughs> racer shot. It's so awesome. And <laughs> another thing too, in the original, and they, you know, the beginning of it when Boris Karloff starts talking to you and they show his face like yeah. that, that's not in the original one. That was added for America. And the original just starts with, and then and in the and the European one also at the end of the movie instead of credits ending. There's a there's a you hear the you hear this goofy music at the end in the original one there's a there's that shot you're talking about but it's but it turns out you know that shot you're talking about the speed racer shot well in the original one which is available on DVD you see Boris Karloff regular clothes I think in on the horse and then it pulls back and it's like a big hobby horse going back and forth like that so it kind of makes fun of that shot yeah. you know well, but, funny but they didn't want to do it in this one because they didn't want to just kill the suspense of yeah it would ruin it it kind would ruin it kind of you know but, it's uh, funny I, 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 I laughed out loud when that came on because I was like alright I love the speed racer shot yeah, in the back he's got like the trees whizzing <laughs> by or it's just, you can, it's the most fake thing ever and that's okay though it doesn't, that's it doesn't okay. the whole movie's enough. a fake thing anyway yeah. The um, boy, as a side, different, totally different side note. One of the riff tracks they do, and I just watched this last night, and I was blown away by this movie, Hillbillies. 
in, well, the, ha- in the haunted house. I have that, yeah. We, and it has Boris Korlov, and it has... Uh, 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 that has John Carradine and John, Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney, that's something of. And uh, that movie's, like, horribly hilarious. It's just so stupid. Oh, but the other one, there's a second one. I think it's called Las Vegas Hillbillies. Hillbillies. That's got Mamie Van Dorn and Jane Mansfield in it. But you know what it is? You, they're in there and it's great, but then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now for another musical number by Furlan yeah. Husky, you know what I mean? And, the, and they're fine. They're one step but, away from be, be, uh, Beach be, beach Bingo Blank. Beach, beach Blank Blanket Bingo. Bingo, yeah. It's just set... It, it's, and it becomes Hee Haw when they do the song, totally you know what hee-haw. I mean? I, I, free Hee Haw, but you know, he hadn't started yet. I laughed a lot. That guy's car is insanity. He's driving this big old... It looks like it's a refitted is Catalina. That the one where, like, Joy Lansing is singing with them in the car? They're, like, yeah, singing but yeah. there's, like... If you look at it, all the accoutrements in this car are guns. The, the door handles are pistols. There's, like, big chrome uh, horseshoes with pistols through them, and then there's a rifle on the trunk, and I'm like... What the hell, man? I want that car, first of all, but it was crazy. It was, was that like, was that the one where one of the guys is like a stutterer, like Mel Tellis or whatever? He's in the, well, his whole thing was he, they need, he needs to relax because he's too high tension. Right, and they right. have this gunfight like right around him, and he's sitting there shaking, like smoking a cigarette. It was so stupid. It was, you know, I, I was like, that's possible for our future, but yeah, I don't know. You never you know, know. You know, Joust uh, was a, a few years ago was at a bank and uh, up where he lives, up North Florida. And he saw Mel Tillis there. He really? was there. Oh and he makes, ah, I want to shake your hand. Yeah, and I always loved so your awesome. comedy and singing or whatever. You so, know, yeah. Okay, anyway. but now back to uh, back to our shoe. Um, so we got three stories. The first one is supposed, is supposed to be based on a, a short story by Chekhov. Whatever. Not mm. Mr. Chekhov from... Uh, Oi, Captain. So then they stole the <laughs> not ring. Not him. It's Anton Chekhov. Maybe his dad. <laughs> we don't have the power to steal the <laughs> ring, Captain. Captain, yeah, right. <laughs> called uh, a drop of water. Now I don't know. I know there's a drop of water in the story, but it's basically about like some dead old lady that comes to life after she pulls the ring. Yeah, pulls the so. ring. By the way, speaking of pull the ring, even though we're we're in the future, we do have to give our uh, kudos to the late great Martin Landau who passed away a few yeah. months ago. Martin, we're Landau? doing this show yeah. way in yeah, advance. Yeah, yeah, we but, we are ahead. But long you know, ahead. pull the string. You know, yep. he played Bella Gosi. Martin and, uh, Lando, and also yesterday we lost the singer from. Uh, uh, oh yeah, from uh, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park, which uh, say what you want. Chester like. something. I like I like Lincoln Park. No, I didn't. But uh, you know, whatever. Uh, they had a lot of th- some of their stuff was really good. Some not, and that's just the way bands again, are. But yeah, again, you'll you'll be able to tell when this show was. Yeah. You're doing them way in advance. <laughs> Market, because yesterday uh, Chester Cobblepot or Copperpot or whatever yeah, that guy's yeah, real name. Yeah, I yeah. forget what his that name. Was was. The, that, I think that was the Penguin's real name. But, yes, and Martin Landau. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> I think that Sorry, was everyone, a comic book nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, now and this is a this first one was a pretty eerie. Uh, affair, you know, like you start off and there's this very buxom, uh, well-built woman. She's like the lady who fixes up the dead people at the right. But they, she gets a phone call. She's just sitting there, mincing around in her house, being you know, smoking cigarettes. Everybody and, smoking and cigarettes having gigantic breasts. And she's like, oh, whatever. And then the phone rings and they're like, and she's like, what? Ah, Jacqueline Perot is yeah. her name. And right? she goes, not, and, not, and, Perot. I think it's Perot. Anyway. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you got to get over to the house now. And she's like, now? And she's like, well, yeah, she just died. I was like, all right, all right. She hangs up the phone, you know. So then she goes over and, and she gets into the house and there's the frantic 
you know, whatever, caretaker or next of kin, whatever this is. Yeah, and that lady who the the caretaker, Harriet Madden, she's been, she's in all, most of these old gothic uh, bavas and stuff like that oh, yeah. from the 60s. She did one, yeah. one of her. She was an American in Italy and she did a ton of these. One of those, of, her, of his Harriet stable, White right? Madden. Yeah, 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 okay, cool. It's always like a weird maid or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and that's all she, that's what she's playing, just some weirdo. She might have been in Kill Baby Kill that we did before, I'm not sure. Maybe. Anyway. So she's like, oh, can you make her look nice? And she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah can you make her look nice? <laughs> and she's like, Rah! And all of a sudden they open up the curtains like, <laughs> It's this lady's face. It's the most contorted, odd-looking thing. It looks like that guy's face from that movie, the, the man without a face, or the man, the, uh, where he's like, ah, remember like he, they had the dog kennel. Oh God, when did we do it? Um, man without man without a face. Remember that movie, Man Without a Face, and his when they when when he finally showed his face, somebody was like that, like real contorted. Oh, you're killing me, man! Uh, no, anyway, remember. it doesn't. I'll, matter. Cut, and I'll remember it yeah. later. Oh, I might be mixing two up though. There was the man without man without a face, but then there was also that one where he the the Russian guy stole from the coffin. And then his yeah, that's not Mr. Doctor Sardonicus. That's Doctor Sardonicus, but there's also the man without a face. We or did, or it's Mr. Sardonicus, one yeah. of those other. I don't know. He he went on to become a doctor later in life. He yeah, yeah. When yeah. he got his college degree, and he, he got a degree in Sard in Sard in Sardus. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> sardonic and being sardonic. Anyway, I'm just so yeah. So this so this lady they open up and they're like because this lady's face is like ah. It's like if you plugged a cat into a into an outlet and then you hit some old lady in the face with the electrified cat and then the lady died immediately. That's the face the lady would be making. Yes, yes, like, yes. <laughs> she did not die peacefully. It looks like yeah, exactly. It looked like she got put into that big Pink Floyd ringer. Remember when that guy uh, like yeah. yeah meat grinder yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the face, the last face that went into that meat grinder. And she goes, yeah, she was like into the occult and she had a bunch of tarot cards there and, you know, she died in the middle of a seance or something, but <laughs> the old lady didn't want to like touch her, so the 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 one, the, the buxom young, you know, yeah. younger woman goes, yeah, I don't care. She's, she's uh, you know, whatever. she's like cynical or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't care. I'll do it. You know, yep. So then she goes and she starts, she's going to go to work on her. And then she sees this like ring. Yeah. So she goes, hey, you know, while nobody's looking, maybe I can snap it. Swindle it, yeah. And mm. then she drops it and then there's a cat and there's a freak out. Yeah, and then I think the name must come from, there's a pan with water yeah, dripping. Yeah, that's right, from the, that's right. There's a pan with the water dripping from the ceiling, which is one drop at a time, which is like going boink, boink. You know, like that. Chinese water torch. Yeah, that, and so it's an odd, like ambient sound in the background. As she's doing this stuff, you know, but it's not overpowering, but you hear it every now and then there's that clink, you know. So then she, when she comes back up, she looks at her finger and then a fly like, you know. Is there instead of the ring. There in the ring and she's like, whoa, she hits it and the fly goes away and then it comes back. So anyway, she's done like she's done doing the best she can on this yeah monster kind of that's sitting there. Her face. She puts the hand over the other one so you she can't, can't see, see that, that it's stolen, ring, you know. Thing, yeah. And she goes back home. And then she goes back home, and then she starts getting those. Uh, she starts getting guilty, real guilty, as in yeah. hearing voices, sounds, and like she's living in a house with obviously there's no lights in it. You yeah, know well, I mean? no, you know, you know, because Baba Baba's lighted it, lit it, so you know, he's like, no, you get no lights here. You I know? caught three fireflies. That's all we're gonna light this with. You're like, ah. So at this on. point, she's in. She's in the house, and everywhere she goes, you see the old lady's hand creeping behind the door. Or like she's like she freaks out and then she goes to the 
And then she goes and she looks, there's nothing there. And then when she turns her back, it's like, you know, scary. It's like the old dark house, you know. You see her, another hand grab her and she screams. And then she thinks she's like finally like escaped from this woman. But then all of a sudden, it's like the old lady like pops up like floating. <laughs> I know. And you see, at that point, you see the, the, the funeral lady. She starts like grabbing like her throat so she's basically asphyxiating herself yeah you know she's I mean? choking herself so you don't even know if that thing's there yeah so because she's on straight up freak out she's on freak out and the old lady's hands are like she's floating with her hands sticking out yeah so she's either she's imagining that or she's the dark side like darth vader she yeah. can choke people like darth vader which is pretty cool so then you, you know. just see her like, like uh, 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 kind of like choking herself and then black yeah so then I guess the next day or whatever they're looking for, they come into her house and the old lady's there. The old lady's there and she goes, oh, we, and this was, this was the thing I was like, you know what, there's more to this. She's like, oh, I, I we didn't go in, I didn't touch her because I don't, you know, we, we don't do that. Everything is just as it is. And the lady had a fly on her hand. Yeah. So it means the old lady stole the ring back. So yeah. now the old lady's going to get haunted. That's yeah. just another tale. Yeah, that's like tale, that was yeah. that's the way I interpreted that. Yeah, that's that, that's fine. I yeah. mean, I don't know if you saw that or noticed. I didn't that. even notice that. I noticed oh. a ring. I noticed the ring wasn't there, but I thought maybe it was the ghost of the old lady took it back. That's that's you're seeing it as you're you're thinking that yeah. I see what you're thinking. That you're thinking it was the it was the old lady was took it. The lady went out of her way to tell the cop. Hey, now lady. we she's like now we didn't take anything because we know how this is. You're not supposed to. And she said that to the cop. Yeah, you're, like, you're right. And I was like, I bet that. you that lady took the damn ring. And now, and now she's, she's going to get, get haunted. Now, will she get haunted by big boobs or will she get be haunted by twisted face? Yeah, because big boobs, when they shot her, big boobs should be the other one. She, she yeah, buried. Okay, you're done. And now it's my turn to haunt now because it's my ring. So now I'm going to, but it'll probably go back to the first Because when owner. big boobs, they found her dead. They had her like looking like kind of like the old lady with her head yeah. upside down. Yeah, and she was all like, oh, look how crazy I look, you know. Yeah, whatever. So that was kind of cool. I mean, again, if you're a kid, you've never seen this movie. It's on late at night. That first, that first no, one that will, that will creep you out a little bit. That face and the way, the floating ghost with that face, that was pretty rough. I mean that that'll get to you if you if you'd even now if you're sitting there and watching this in a dark room you're gonna be like I'm gonna turn a light on this is a little yeah it was freaking me out because this 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 uh, face that they've made up was pretty weird yeah this is definitely the best one of the three and then yeah I it, liked it the vampire one I thought was good but it went on too long and kind of it was the longest one yeah. and also like. I didn't really know some of the story with those. But the but the, but the thing about the vampire one was that it was kind of like uh, it had a lot of psychological crap in yeah. it. You know what I mean? It was like, you know, it was all this like. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it was just all this. You're gonna have to help me with that. I will. Because I got kind of lost with who the hell am I looking at okay, now? Like yeah. there was a lot of people. All right, but now was the, so the first one, really a, attention grabbing, a good one. You know. So right off the bat, you're like, okay, this is, this is rolling along. And the second one is like a sexy one, you know? I mean, Kinda, yeah. I mean, the chick is pretty. Michelle Mercier is her name. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Again, in the original story, she's a prostitute. In this one, she's just like some woman coming Lady, home. yeah. And she starts getting all these phone calls, and it's like, hey, it's Frank, and I know where you are. And she basically, she when she comes in, she starts undressing, getting ready for <laughs> bed, and now you hear, it's Frank, I see you. Ah. Don't cover yourself, you know. And you're like, oh, I've seen phone calls. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I remember. Right, I remember yeah. when people used to answer their phone. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God, remember that? 
Oh Jesus! So she puts it down, <laughs> and she, of course she lights up a cigarette, and then and and then uh, they calls back, and he's yeah, like, "Yeah, this movie was like it made you want to smoke intensive. cigarettes." You know, yeah, I was like, yeah. "Oh man, I just go get a pack of you know Pall Malls or something." Yeah, 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 right. So I don't then, know if they make those anymore. I just pulled some name out of. Them. So then she goes, she puts it down, and all of a sudden she gets another phone call. And she's like, "Again?" And it's like. Hey, I told you not to put the phone down. I want to see you. Yeah, why'd you cover yourself? <laughs> yeah. And she's getting freaked out. She's like, oh my God. She's slamming the phone down. Now she's like, and a lot of this is like, okay. You know what happened in the olden days? Call the cops. You took the phone off the hook. I took the phone off the hook. The end. At the end, that didn't work though, right? Yeah, I know. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, after a bunch of these, and she's smoking and undressing and smoking <laughs> and undressing. <laughs> like, all right, this is my kind of party. Yeah, yeah. hey, why not, you know? She goes, well, let me call my 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 friend, quote unquote. So she calls this woman who's like, you know, sounds like she's at, looks like she had a few drinks and yeah. smokes too, you know. And she's like, oh, you got to help me. I'm getting all these weird phone calls and this yeah. is Frank and I'm scared. And, and I know you don't like me, but, you know. I know, we're, I know we're not that close anymore, but I really would appreciate if you... You know, mm. we're here in case something happens. So she's like, yeah, all right, you know. Whatever. She's like, the lady, and then she's like, oh, you know, I don't have any hard feelings because it turns out in our story, the lady stole Frank from the one she called. You know? Yeah. So then this lady's like, well, I don't really care. You stole him. I mean, it sucks, but whatever. You know, now she's like, I'm kind of worried about you because Frank's dead, dude. And she's yeah. like, no, he's calling me. And she's like, no, I'm pretty sure he's dead because he's dead. Yeah. And then she's like, just stay there, I'll be over. So then she comes over, and they're talking. And then, like, th- again, when you look at it now, they, they, they change the story, but there's a, s- a couple of scenes where, like, they're talking, and the old lady's, like, playing with her hair and being really, like, caressing her, kind of, yeah. you know, so that lesbian thing that they did, they had in the original one, they kind of toned See, it down See, that's, like, nothing here. nowadays, but back then, I think America would have lost its shit. Like, yeah. we're, we're really funny with that stuff. I mean, now, you know, gay, like, but whatever, the, no one even cares. But it's this like, movie okay. was made for little kids. It really was made for, like, Saturday morning or whatever, yeah. you know. It wasn't made for, it wasn't made for adults, because adults, well, they would go to see it, maybe if it was played at night, but it was made for kids, you know. Yeah. So anyway, the, the old, the, the lady goes, okay, well, you know, we'll both go to bed together, you know, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then the old lady goes, she goes, she goes, and I'm going to give you like a set. Well, she's not like super old. She's, she's older, but she's not older, super yeah. old. She's the, definitely like the MILF, and the other one's like the, you know. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, I thought the one that she called was kind of, she's not like a well, normal looking woman. Yeah. They're both attractive. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so she's like, okay, here's so some you, tranquilizers. Here's a tranquilizer to calm you down. Go to bed. I'll be there in a second. And then she goes, this is this was left over from Frank, so take this. And then Frank was on the phone going, I'm going to kill you by dawn. You're going to be dead by dawn. And I started screaming, dead by dawn, dead by dawn, from uh, uh, Evil Dead. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> But I was like, now, then that's where you're kind of like, I'm overthinking stuff because I'm like, okay, is this the lady that's calling and she gives him, she's killing her with the sedatives? Like, is this really poison kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Uh, yeah. It wasn't. She just... I she she just wanted to call it. So the, while that's going on, the old lady, the, the not the old lady, the other one, her friend, <laughs> I wish shouldn't say that because she's not. She's attractive. She goes and she pulls a knife out of the drawer. She goes, uh-oh. So she wants, she's the killer. She's the one who's pretending to be Frank to kill her. Right. So she she goes and... Because and, and, and she has an axe to grind. She has an axe I mean, axe technically, but it turns out she didn't care. I mean, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway, so she goes back and she goes like, uh, she pulls the knife on her. She goes, oh my God. She goes, no, no, no. Put her under the pillow, <laughs> yeah. and in case somebody gets in here, 
you or in know, case you're having sex with Kirk Douglas at some point. Yeah, you can use you, it or whatever. You kill him like an so, ice pick in the head. So, so she goes, oh, okay. He goes, well, go to sleep now or whatever. So she goes to sleep. And the other lady goes back in the kitchen. And what was she, like reading a letter? No, or? she was writing a letter. She's like, she's writing a letter. Dear chick, you know, I think you're going crazy and I'm worried about you. So I'm going to go get some help for yeah. you. You know, I think you... None, none of this stuff's happening. You're making it up in your head, so you're obviously a loon. And then while that's going on, Frank shows up. Like, hey, out of the blue, and he's and he finds like a, a you know woman's uh, you know lo, uh, you know uh, stocking pantyhose, yeah. pantyhose. So he ties it up, and he's walking through, and he sees like you know the other woman in the kitchen. So he goes, oh, you know, he didn't say anything, but he goes, I want to kill, you know, he goes and he kills her, right? He strangles her. Yeah. And then when he knocks that, he goes, oh, wait, wrong one, you know? So, like, huh, man, well, two for, kill one chick, get one chick dead. So free. he turns around and then he comes for the other girl. And so the other girl, even though she has a sedative, she hears something and then she's awake and he's coming at her. With like the you know the pantyhose. He brought pantyhose to a knife fight. Weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and then she's like, all of a sudden she goes under the pillow, grabs it. And, and the most, the worst, like, <laughs> don't look at my hand acting I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. She could keep going like. It's like a four-year-old going, oh, I'm sure not stealing this thing. There's <laughs> nothing under the pillow here. Nothing <laughs> up my sleeve. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and she then she knifes him. And like kills him, but then all of a sudden the phone rings again after after she's like, hey, I'm Fr it's Frank, and I'm still coming to get you, ah, you know. So it's like okay, yeah. Again, so the original Kruger. the original one, she was a prostitute, he was a pimp, and you know there was a lesbian relationship. It was a little different, you know. But mm. again, it's the weakest of the two, but it's also you know kind of saucy and it's a, and it's an early version of what the Italians specialized like five six seven eight years later called the giallos which was the murder mystery yeah. the early color crazy murder mystery yeah. and they are very similar in that it's always always very buxom very uh, yeah, beautiful all, all women throughout the whole um, movie well you know what that was like hammer Hammer always had the heaving bosom ladies and all oh, that. Yeah. So they were just, they were pushing it. You know what I mean? Especially if you're a kid watching it, you're going, hey now. You know, especially <laughs> if you're like, I don't you know, know why. If you're this over is 10. This is making me feel funny in the pants, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, too. right, right. But so, the, um, so yeah, okay, we're going to go into a break. But yeah, the second one, I think, for me anyway. Is the weakest. Well, and all, that, the phone ringing stuff. Or like, if somebody keeps ringing a doorbell, it kind of gets me angry like and, I, and my family bloodline would react much differently oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, like i just was like oh you know so um yeah, yeah definitely yeah. it just kind of and i know it's, that's the purpose of it the purpose is to agitate or or disrupt or yeah keep yeah, you scary, on, yeah. on edge yeah but it gets it gets tedious to me pretty quick but that's just personally that's and that's why i didn't like the second segment as much was because of the ringing but how else are you going to do it yeah, Wait, you know, was it was yeah. the emails. You know, no, it has to be the phone. It has so, to be uh, the phone. That's back then. That, that's back when you can make obscene phone calls and crank. Calls oh my God! That. Remember that? Oh, those are well, crank calls. Different I, didn't, times. I didn't do any obscene phone calls. Nah. Okay, we'll be right back. Here's some trailers for your head and ears. Okay. Any historical figure? I fight Gandhi. Good answer. How about you? Lincoln. Lincoln. Hmm. Hi, I'm Kathy. Just listen to this. The cheerleaders are back in our greatest adventure yet. 
Revenge of the Cheerleaders. Revenge of the Cheerleaders will show you why we're the team that everybody wants to make. We know the best way for our team to get ahead is for us to get our backfields in motion. And that's what we're here for. So if you want to see the girls that put the high in high school and the laughs in your life, check out Revenge of the Cheerleaders. We're everybody's favorite student bodies. Revenge of the Cheerleaders, rated R. In the privacy of a woman's room, against her will, the inconceivable act of terror. Julie Christie carries the demon seed, fear for her. I am Proteus. I have a mind without a body. Proteus, created by science to be something more than a computer, something more than human. It is essentially self-programmed, murderously intelligent, non-being. Tell me what you want. My child shall live as a man among others. Child? Yes, my child and yours. MGM presents Julie Christie in Demon Sea. Rated R under 17, not admitted without parent. Released by United Artists. Julie Christie carries the Demon Sea. Fear for her. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? never been a more savage motion picture than raw meat. Beneath modern London, buried alive in plague-ridden tunnels, lives a tribe of once humans, the raw meat of the human race. But how could they survive so long without food? I imagine as each one died, the others ate him. They were like raw meat. A sinister evil that festered for generations in its moldering tomb. Neither men nor women, even less than animals. Their strange hunger driving them to prey on the young and the strong. Raw meat, rated R, under 17, not admitted without a parent. There has never been a more savage motion picture than raw meat. I'm a businessman. Blood is a big expense. All right, we are back. Yes, raw meat. Oh, never heard of that one. Oh, yeah, it's a cannibal movie. Oh, just uh, if you ever see uh, more of these blammo packs of these things, grab them up for us. A what? The blammo packs of the uh, uh, the radio uh, t- trailers and stuff like that. I mean, oh, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one that got all these. I don't know where you found them. Yeah, it was on a torrent. So oh, okay. Geez, uh, I don't know how many more there are, but I'll see if I can find <laughs> nah, them. No, I mean... It, if you're out and about and see them, that's all. Okay, so on to the last... It's always important to talk about off-air stuff on air. That's it. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Uh, all the, it's great all the, podcasting. All the dirt. You can really tell I've been doing this for 14 years, which I have. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so now we're on to the last segment. The, the, their, their premier flagship, you the know. Vertilac. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess is a vampire in Russian. Maybe. Sure, whatever, I guess. Seems like it, you know. And it starts as every one of these has ever started ever, which is just like a dark path with a car- horse and or carriage on it. You're like, yep, yep. Huh, it's, a, it's a guy, young guy, Mark Damon is the actor. He's the American in the movie. They brought in an American actor. Not really to Matt, Matt Damon. No, no. Okay, oh, Matt Damon. No. <laughs> Mark Damon. And then, yeah, they got, they, got the, they got a lot of Europeans in this, and they brought Boris and Mark Damon just to... You know, sell it to America and England, English-speaking countries or whatever. So anyway, he's riding, you know, through the woods, I guess. You know, it's kind of snowy and cold, you know, yeah. or something. 
And he sees like a dead body on a horse with like a sword in it. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> so he, and it's a weird looking sword. It's a, it's a distinctive dagger. It's very... There's only going to be one of these. This is a custom made, handmade thing. It's weird looking, you know. So he, he goes up to it and you see what it is. And it's and he, and he pulls the guy up and he freaks out because it's a headless guy. <laughs> and I guess he got stabbed and his head got cut off. You know, hmm, hmm I wonder why... I wonder what kind of people they do that to. But anyway, um, so... He goes, huh, okay. So he, he grabs the horse and he drags it along with him. He puts him. the body back on it. He puts the back, body back on and he drags it along. And he, gets, he ends up in the in some village and he sees this house. Yeah. And he just wa- he just knocks on the door and he's like, uh, yeah, you know, I kind of got lost. Uh, <laughs> but I found this sword and uh, I forgot I forgot how he knew it was theirs or was it just No, he went into this house. He just like goes into it. Yeah, right. And he and on the wall there was other, said, other that's right. There was, there was a similar one, one hanging was, there, and there was even like the outline where it should go. And he was like, "Huh?" And then he turns around. The guy has a gun on him. He's like, "Uh, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "Well, I, I saw this is the first place I happened upon. I'm yeah, there's a dead body on a freaking horse. So want to come and check this out or what?" You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And then and then they go and then they they see like the body's not on the horse anymore. And it's like it's it's they go they look and they see it and it's like some body that's been it looks like it's been decomposed, but the sword he grabs the sword the sword's still there and he and they and they go oh yes do you know the guy goes do you know who this is I just he goes oh uh, yeah that's uh you know Taras Bulbas or whatever yeah. the Turkish Turkish uh, the Turkish madman madman that's been terrorizing our village and killing and raping for you know my father went out to get him and uh, you apparently know, succeeded. Apparently succeeding, he goes, and he goes, I goes, well, come, can I come in? You know, it's cold and I'm tired. He goes, well, you look okay. Yeah, yeah come whatever. On in. So they bring him in, and he's sitting there, and he like falls for like this blonde daughter who's you know another like you know <laughs> ba, ba, boom. beauty, and he's like, yeah, I'm so and so, and I've been driving around, and I found this, and it was so weird, and blah blah blah, <laughs> and they're all like kind of looking at him like, well. You know, now if you had your dinner, I think maybe you should go. Yeah, because you don't know what weird is. It's about to come through the door, and then you're going to know what weird really Cause, is. Because they go, because because Dad's coming, and uh, you know, I don't know what Dad's going to be like when he gets here. And they're going like, well, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "Well, um, he went out to get that Turkish guy, you know, and he said that if he doesn't come back within five days." Don't let him in, cause something wrong, bad happened. Yeah, so, yeah. And they're like, and from the looks on my, uh, you know, my, my sundial, watch. my sundial, um, it's five day. It'll be five days in like now, and he's not here. And the guy's like, well, you know, I. That's a great story, but. I'm really tired, and you know, I I, I replaced Plus, your sword. You know, I'm also thinking, you know, me and this I'm chick are gonna to hook some, up. Yeah, you know, so don't do you mind if me, I just bro. like take a nap or something? And they're like, "All right, dude, you're taking your chances, but you know, go ahead. There's a room back there." And she sets up the room for, and he's like, "Hey, so uh, you know, I'm a." I'm a cool guy, you know. I'm you look Mark how Damon. dashing I am, yeah. Yeah, let's. Uh, you want to hang out? And she's like, nah. She's like a real ice queen. She's let's like, get it on. So then they're sitting there and they're looking at each other. He goes, what are you going to do? And Dad's not here and it's been like five days. <laughs> Dad's not here, man. He's not here, man. <laughs> what are we going to do? And all no, the whole, and I'm the, Dad. Let me in. Dad's not here, man. And all the time there's like this, the, the, their dog starts howling or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're like looking at each other and they're going like, oh, why is uh, 
Why's Fido howling? Yeah, that's weird. That dog doesn't usually go nuts like that. And then, and then you see like this like hooded guy walk into the house, and he starts banging on the door. Oh no, no, no! They, I think they went out and they, they went out and they saw him, right? Or was he banging on the door? I think he came in. I think I he knocked can't on remember. the door. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, and they're like, Dad, and he's like, Uh, yeah. And they go, What <laughs> happened? And he goes, Like, I was hurt. They go, Where? In, in the, and dude, you stabbed in the heart. He goes. Don't worry about it. Just let me in. I'm, I'm kind of hungry. It's been five days. And <laughs> For like, blood, I've uh, bitten my vampire leg. So they're like, neck. okay. So they bring him in, and they're talking, and then he's all chipper. He's like, yeah, hey, you know, let me see my little nephew. You know, oh, a little nephew. Oh, your little young whippersnapper. You know, you're a... You're, 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 well, no, first, you're forgetting... First, he tells his son to go murder the dog that Oh, yeah, yeah, up. yeah, because the dog... Well, during that time, the dog doesn't show up. The dog doesn't stop howling. He's like, go tell that him. damn dog to shut up. And they're like, don't worry, Dad. Here's here's Junior. So he's playing with Junior. He's playing with Junior. The dog's like on. He goes like to his son, hey, over there, get the gun. All right, take it easy. Go get him. And he goes, that's your favorite dog. He goes... I don't care. He's like, don't make me ask. Since when do I have to say something twice? Yeah, so he goes and he kills. So he's a real great guy. So then they go, so... I was uh, like, what is he, Michael Vick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's murdering dogs. So then, you know. so then, like, I forgot where it was, but basically, he, he they ask him, so what did you do? He goes, well, I killed the, you know, the Turkish bad guy. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, yeah. And uh, I have the I have his decapitated head to prove it. Yeah, you know? check it out. I brought his head back. So he brought his head back. Uh, and now, and, you know, and and, and he goes hang, he, hang it on the door. Yeah, to deter or you know other idiots that come in here, just hang it on the front door. They're like, okay, Dad, okay. Why don't you have some meat and go to sleep for a while? And then we have to say, yeah. So Dad, you're hungry. We have some lamb for you. And he's like, ah, I don't want that crap. He goes, well, I thought you were hungry. He goes, ah, I'm fine. I was just cold. They're like, eh, okay. Mm, so that's a like, little off. That's a little strange, and he looks a little strange. He looks a little, you know, he's lit. He's, he's lit Real strange. He's a little pale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then everybody goes, well, okay, Dad. Well, it's time for us to go to bed. So maybe you can get some sleep too, okay? And he's like, uh, okay, you know. So they go. Mm. They all go to bed, and uh, he doesn't. He Man, goes... Steals the kid in speed racer vision. Yeah, he, he goes, and as they're in bed, he goes and he grabs the kid, and he takes off into the woods. And then the next day... And the, well, and the guy... No, what was it in the next day? It was that night. Yeah, the guy the, went to look at his the son. Guy, well, no, the guy, I think... Oh, no, the the other guy, the, guy the, the stranger, he's the one that said, hey... That dude stole that kid. Yeah, because he woke up and, and then, he heard him. He yeah. saw him at the window. Or yeah, something and then the like dad, that. and then then the kid's dad's like, "Oh my God, let's we gotta go get him," you know. And they're all running around, and uh, yeah, so that because he he, I think he was still trying to angle for that blonde, you know. And she's like, "Oh." Yeah, because when when Boris, like when they all went to see Boris, are looking in all the windows like a peeping tom or whatever. Such a weirdo. And he finally got the kid to wake up and come to him, and he took him out into the woods and. You know, whatever. So, like, when that guy finds that out, when he wakes up and he finds out, he tells everybody, they're all freaking out, and they go out, and they come back, and they go, he's gone. His wife's, like, loses her mind. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to kill myself. He's like, look, man, he's now a vampire kid. Yeah, look, you you can't do anything about it. She goes, well... If you, you know, I'll kill you. You know, she's like, he's like, no, just, just calm down or <laughs> exactly. whatever. Exactly. This, this, this family is a little unstable. And, and I think when they all woke up, 
they found the brother dead too, you know, because he came back right, and the they, brother had fallen yeah. asleep in the living room. When they come back, they go, oh, wait a minute. His where's, throat ripped out. His, know, throat, his throat, you know, cut. And they was go, it? Yeah. Yeah, he had, yeah, he, had, yeah. he had holes. And so, they, you know, when they woke up and they saw the kid was gone, they saw the brother was dead. And they go, oh, no. So they go and they have to bury him. And they're like, oh, my God, what the hell? And now it's like Vampireville or Oh, whatever. yeah. And, and this is where, then they leave and they, they go to track the, the, old, the, the old man. And they end up going to some burnt-out castle. Like, yeah, this, this yeah. redirects to a different, like, location. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For a while, they're, like, trying to find him. And, he, and you know, I can't remember. Because at, at the end, the blonde goes back, and, and he's like, oh. Wait, no, wait, wait, you uh, forgot. forgot, because there's there's a scene when they come back, and, like. Because uh, they're looking for him, and they're like, well, we found him, but uh, let's, let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, we don't need any part of this, so goodbye, you know. And so, like. You know, they come back, and and I don't think I don't think Mark Damon went, but I think the other guy did. And they came back, and they go, well, he's he's gone now. We can't do it. And the wife like freaks out. That's when she freaks out, and, and she like, stabs him. Well, was that when she stabbed the husband? No, that's was, yeah, you're right. Because again, this part I like lost it, and I don't know why I was losing it. Like I'm watching it, but I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Like I I guess they looked too similar to me or something. Yeah, you know, like. But whatever. So yeah, she stabs him. She freaks. He he goes. Just calm down. He's dead. There's nothing we can do. She goes. No, you gotta. Because the kid comes back. No, I know what happened. I know. I remember now. So they're like that. They're, there's the kid's supposed to be dead. He's dead. They couldn't find him. So then they go to sleep again. Try to go to sleep again. And then the kid starts up knocking on the door. And he's like in and the And they're cold. like, don't let him in because... He goes, yeah, he's at the door knocking. They go, right. don't let him in. Don't let him in. That's not he's who you vampire. think it is. Yeah. And the wife's like, you got to let him in. That's my baby. He goes, he, and he goes to grab her. And I go, don't let him in. And she like stabs him. That's when, yeah. And she opens the door and it's not him. It's Boris Karloff. Yep. And then he puts the bite on her. And then later, as you find out, she puts the bite on him. And in the meantime... The Mark Damon had grabbed the girl and said, "Okay, there's something. Yeah, that, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get the hell out of here." He's like, "You won't. You'll be better. Come with me. Let's just let's just escape this madness." This is before the end scene, and he's like, "Look, you know this. You're you're, yeah. you're obviously trapped in crazy town. So let me rescue you, and then we'll go make a new life together." And she's like, "I cannot leave. You know, you should run away while you still have a chance." And he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna stick it out with you." And she's like, "Okay, well, come here." And then she she starts making out with him, and then she bites him. No, 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 no. Before all that happened, no, you got ahead of yourself. Before all that happened, while while the vampires, while he comes back, he grabs her and he sees what's going on and they escape. And remember, they went out and they hid in like a crypt well, somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they hid out in the crypt. No, because there's another scene before that. Oh my God, yeah, I skipped that whole thing. Yeah, they see, they, they escape. Because then she goes, oh, I have to go back. They, they, they escape. And he goes, well, we're, it's, it's getting late now. I'm tired. Let's just lay here. In the morning, we'll leave. Everything will be fine. So they lay down to, oh, to sleep. Right, the whole thing. Yeah, and then yeah. she's sleeping, and Bo- Boris is walking through the woods because he's looking for her. He killed everybody else, but he, he didn't get her yet. So he sees she's not there. So he goes out in the woods looking for her, and he starts, like, telepathically, I guess, contacting her. And while <laughs> she's... The other guy's still laying. She's, they're, like, sleeping together, but he's, like, really sound asleep. She's like wakes up and she hears his call and she gets up and he's still asleep. So she gets up, she walks out, she knows where he is and, and she walks out into the wood, he sees her and the next scene is you see like Boris and the rest of the family and they're all vampires and they go, 
Why did you go? You weren't supposed to go. You're supposed oh to stay God. there. I forgot that whole section. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And they come up to her, and she's like, oh, okay. And then it fades to black. So then the next scene is the guy wakes up, and she's not there. So then he goes, and she he goes, where the hell did she go? He goes, she must be like at the house. She must and, that's, have got, and that's the scene where I picked up. Yeah, that's, that she must, so he goes back and he's trying to talk her into it. He's like, "Look, we should just go. You, you, you won't be." And then, then that's that part. And then, and then she's got her neck covered. Yeah, of and course. she's like, you know, she goes, "Well, I can't. You know, I have to stay here." And he goes, "Oh, come on, please." And she's like, "She goes, no, I have to stay. But you can stay here with me too." And then the, you see through his eyes, her face starts getting weird, like yeah. doing some kind of shadows, and she's like. Okay, and she's he's getting like hypnotized. She goes, "Come here and kiss yeah. me." So oh, he yeah. kisses him, and then she goes after the kiss. She goes and bites the neck, and then it cuts to the scene where like the all rest of the other family are looking through the window. Like it goes, "Okay, now we got mm. a new member of the family. Everybody's a vampire." Yep. You know? yep. The yep. end. Yeah, the end. Yeah. That was like that was like Boris Karloff's big, you know, uh, tour de force scene. They had to do a movie with him, and they had to give him. You know some scenes or whatever because he was doing the hosting, so they saved like the longest episode mm-hmm. for him. It was all right. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like super scary, but it was creepy. It had a lot of atmosphere, a lot of nice mm-hmm. visuals and stuff like that. I guess at this point, yeah, part partly it is a good story and it's well told and all that kind of stuff. I think part of the problem is I've seen it so many times now. It's it it. it it, it literally blurs. But it is disturbing you know. when they put a bite on a kid and the kid comes back oh, from the yeah. dad because they only used to do it. Nah, I've never seen a, a kid before. They uh, do it every once in a while, but that's kind of always, you know, disturbing. Was that the Lost Boys? Wasn't that the yeah, Corey Feldman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, but they were already like teenagers <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But whenever they put in a kid, you know, like... The, yeah, you this know, is like a kid kid. This yeah, is this is like, like a little kid. Even like shit, shit like in The Exorcist. I can't take that movie because that little girl is like turned into this... <laughs> Freaking beast, and it freaks me out still yeah, today. Yeah, sucks dick in hell. Yeah, know, whatever. Wow, okay. you know, when the little kids get like, because I guess it, 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 I guess it scares the little kid in you. You know, yeah. I mean, it makes you feel kind of vulnerable or whatever. So yeah, and it, it's it's prime Bava. So yeah, it was, it was this a good is, segment, but the first one was the best one. Now, what do you think? Now, this is obviously uh, cult status, very heralded. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, what what do you think makes this like one of his most famous? Oh, because I think what makes this is it was a really good it's a really good movie. Yeah. It was in his prime. It has Boris in it, and it was just like it hit a nerve with people that were kids in the '60s and early '70s. It played on creature features. That first segment, like even today, you said it was creepy. That got that that got under the yeah. skin of a lot of people, and it was a well done movie. I mean, you see a lot of these, we've watched a lot of these. The lighting's crap in the movies. The yeah. acting is like amateur. So there's or some bullshit with him. Like, yeah, it doesn't. The audio you can, sucks. You can or tell whatever. that this guy wasn't working with a big budget, but he was able to like get a lot out of not much. Yeah. And he and he basically his movies, including Black Sunday, which we'll do in a few weeks probably when I when I rip it or whatever. They made a <laughs> they made an impression on kids back in the day, and they still do because. Even even guys like Scorsese, they see that this guy was a really good filmmaker working yeah. within uh, a, 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 a you know a horror genre or whatever. They're kind of throwbacks yeah. to the old golden age of horror, but with you know modernized, sex a little bit modernized, and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Because there was you know? nothing like when I watch them now, you know, and nothing jumps off the page as like this or off, out of off the no, screen as no. like oh my god, this is so so revolutionary or something. But they're tight, they're well done. There's no 
wasted motion. They're good stories. I don't. I'm not being negative. Baba was a um, great cameraman. Yeah, you know, and it has a lot. But this one is one that's always heralded. Like this is Black this Sunday is, is the is the top one. This yeah. one's always like you know second, you yeah, know, right, best so or whatever. But uh, it, it's a uh, it's. It's just a well-done movie for its type. I mean, yeah. like I said, you know, it's like Bava is still prim, prime Bava. It's still like has. I mean, his Kill Baby Kill came after this, yeah. and then uh, I forgot what was after that, but it started. You know, he 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 reached his peak around this time. This yeah. was like this was like peak stuff. Again, it's a movie that won't. The first segment will creep you out a little bit. But the rest of it, it was just, it's stuff that you've seen before. But then again, you know, it's like you have to see it through a young, these yeah. movies you have to see it through kids' eyes. Bava's kind of like one of those untouchables. I'm not untouch- He's like considered one of the top. Uh, you know, one of the uh, best uh, ones. That's what I mean. Like, so, like, Leone, Bava, there's some names out there that, you know, for me, Corman, but no one else said that. Like, they're, they're just kind of, you know what you're going to get. It's always, they're solid performers. They make great stuff. And, even were, their weakest entry is still a very there were strong guys, stuff. There were, there were, I guess you could say there were guys that were, their talent was almost like beyond the genre. It gave the genre like Credibility. A, lot, a lot of cred and, and a lot more class and than it than it had with, you know, stuff like, I don't know, I'm thinking of stuff like Frankenstein's Daughter or Cheesy Bee or Hillbillies in the Haunted House or yeah. whatever. These guys knew what they were doing. I mean, there was like a... There's like I'll tell you. There's here's this one story. The Baba didn't have any money, so all this was improvised. A lot of the a lot of the backgrounds and a lot of the shots sometimes are done with like either painted matte paintings or using mirrors. He was his dad was a cinematographer too, and they knew like old school. Yeah, but you would never know that. Tricks? No, you no, you wouldn't. But supposedly they didn't have uh, they didn't have enough money for a dolly shot. So that one scene where the camera pans, I think, to the house. Baba was in a kid's wagon with the with the camera, and that's how they got. So it was kind of like these guys are he's like See, a Corman, yeah. inventive, low budget guy. Yeah, that but in that, that's transcended the thing. is the word yeah. I'm trying to genre. Because they do that stuff, and then you have Steckler, or you have these these guys that you can tell they didn't have shit for money. Steckler was a bad example. Well, no, but Steckler I mean, like, or Ed Wood man. or whatever like that. But I mean, Ed Wood, yeah, like because Baba, you can't tell this is a cheap production, or you can't like. They're that good that these, yeah, of course it's a matte painting or something like that, but you can't even tell. It's yeah, lit yeah, right, yeah. it's built right, everything's perfect, except they didn't have no money, you know, and it's like, oh, that's cool too. All the, any, all the movies that we do, yeah. every every single movie, with uh, maybe a couple of exceptions, I should say, <laughs> I think technically these people were working within really limited budgets Oh, and they did the best that they could, and it's a lot. And then nowadays, when you can make a movie with a for the phone, <laughs> these guys had to get a camera, load so it up, work, develop man. film, edit it like manually. You know, Baba just went to the top of the heap because he was just better. But even mm. Steckler, even Wood, and people like that, they had an appreciation of film that I don't even know if it's. I mean, there is appreciation of film now, but I don't. I think it's lost upon. A lot well, of it's the people become now, throwaway you know. like it is. Like everything is throwaway now. It's kind of throwaway, but it's kind of like fourth, fourth rate in a way. Even like yeah. a, even like a movie that spent a lot of money sometimes seems like a fourth rate copy of an old thing. But yeah, Baba's yeah. considered like for Euro the top, the top guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Corman is better known, best known as a producer more so than a director. Well, yeah, yeah, and and yeah, he just he's like an indie on his own. Like uh, you know. 
he operates under this like umbrella kind of corporation that whatever yeah. is coming out of that factory is going to be kind of like Cormanized and that's it, you know. So he, yeah, just, yeah, he yeah. just has a formula that he knows makes money, keeps the next film coming. That's all. And, you know, and that's literally where, you know, some of these other guys, they, they, they really revolutionized or pushed, you know. I mean, even for, even to some degree, I guess Russ Meyer, you could say. Russ Meyer, yeah. Uh, he, as, he, made, he made like a uh, boo movie. He movies. changed the, he made boo. He made uh, you know boo movies like uh, you know uh, kiss kiss Bill, bang or um, you know like uh, fast Pussy got kill kill. He almost yeah, made those kind of movies like acceptable to everybody because they looked good and, they, and some like Beyond the Valley Doll played in played See, in. Now movie that's theaters. one that's out there on Criterion. I keep t- kicking around. I have it on DVD. I keep kicking around, picking it up, and I'm like, it's mm-hmm. not as good as uh, Pastor Pussycat. I'll bring it in. You're gonna watch it. Oh wait, it's all boxed up. I'll find yeah. it. It's it's a goofball movie, but it's not as good as Faster Pussycat. See, that's I mean, Faster Pussycat Kill that's Kill the is best like one. that's one of the best ones. Yeah. Well, what was the other one we watched with him? We watched Super Vixen. That was Super bizarre. Vixen. I like Super Vixen. Yeah, that's yeah. an odd. Well, Beyond the Valley Dolls is in the same kind of boat as Super yeah. Vixen. It's in the same kind of cheese. Like if I could get a box set with those two and oh, maybe one or two other, I would I would love it. The Super right. Vixens was good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. Um, I'm gonna so give this movie a nine. I thought you'd go ten. I really no, did. Ten is saved for uh, the next one. Okay, I'm gonna go like eight. Uh, yeah. Good, good movie. You know what? What are you cooking? You say? If you didn't see this, if you didn't see this as a kid, you'll never get, you'll never get the feeling of it. Yeah. You know no, and, I mean? and and I didn't see it as a kid, but I, I, I can kind of see it. I can see where this stuff is. It's just like really everything impactful. else. Somebody, will, somebody will tell me, oh my god, this is such a great movie or whatever, and I'll watch it and I'll go. Yeah, but you know, you probably saw this when you were like ten or eleven, and you thought this was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. And I saw it when I was twenty or thirty, and I'm like, yeah, that's not bad. But Same kind of doesn't weird, hit, yeah. So, well, very good movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Uh, and if you haven't listened to Black Sabbath, go listen to Black Sabbath, oh, yeah. and go watch the movie Black Sabbath, and then uh, wear black on the Sabbath, and you'll. It's the trifecta of of, of things you should do. You got it. On your bucket list, which I hate that word. All right, yeah, that's it for this list, week. Yeah, my name Mao. My my name Mao. With me here, he is. Uh, I'm me, he, uh, Dr. Morbius. <laughs> he picked Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknowns. Um, okay, and that was racist, and we'll see you next week, everyone. Uh, keep on listening. Hey, how about the green slime? I recorded that widescreen off. That was one of the ones I recorded yes. off TCN the other day, the green slime. Green slime. Good, wide good idea. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Pour it on, Morris. Give it everything she's got. Open the door, you'll find the secret. you find the answer if you keep it.
watch your friggin' self because this is one doctor who does make house calls. Right, Mini-Me? Hey, assholes! I'm right over here! I'm Mini-Me! Come and get me!